0: Turn your, your radios, radios off. Turn it up. It's about to be lit.
1: It's going down. It's crazy. It's
0: none of high school. Holler. Holding your airwaves, hoster.
1: Hello, Chicago.
2: Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We hope everyone enjoys your winter break. I know, I know, it's time for all of us to get back to school and get back to work. So let's go. On this week's edition of the H2S2 Show, we have two games of the week featuring two schools from our basketball preview. And these games came down to the wire. First, in Diva Sports, we have the Battle of the Cats. The University of Illinois College Prep Firecats take on the Lakeview Wildcats. Then we recap another battle out of the Chicago Public League White South Conference as the Bowen Boilermakers took on the Prospectus Warriors. Remember to follow and holler at us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports page. We appreciate the love from you. Check us out every week on Facebook Live for our pre- and post-game coverage of our H2S2 games of the week with interviews featuring the coaches and players of those games. Also, you can take the H2S2 show anywhere with you by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play, another great way to listen to us. Coming up next, it's a battle between two cats that was decided by the final shot. It's a Diva Sports featuring the UIC Firecats and the Lakeview Wildcats next on the High School Hour Sports Show.
3: I'm Coach Nora Beganski of Lakeview Wildcats, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports.
1: Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Holler Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. and in the subject line type I want to join H2S2 reporting crew and in a hundred words or less tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent every email will be reviewed so don't hesitate or wait here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know we will be at your school next tune in every Saturday to the high school holla sports show
4: man get up out of (laughs) here question when you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in illinois who do you meet when you're working for a mover and shaker with strong ties to our community who are they when you encounter a group of people eager to roll up their sleeves who are you most likely to work with answer men and women who played high school sports education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for they give us leaders we can depend on Taking the initiative, being a good teammate, sacrificing personal glory for the greater good. These are qualities we expect of our leaders, and they're all being cultivated in the high schools right here in Illinois. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message
5: presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association.
6: Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together.
1: This is Juliana representing Lakeview High School Girls Basketball Team. Hi, this is Sophia with the Lakeview Wildcats Basketball Team and you're tuning to the High School Hollow Sports Show.
2: Welcome back to the High School Hollow Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment brought to you by Epiphany Travel and Events. Looking for affordable travel that will allow you to live out your travel dreams at a special destination while satisfying your love for travel? Then come and join the travel experience with Epiphany Travel and Events. You can also find out about a great way to fundraise through the adventures of travel that will help your charity reach new goals in a fun, unique way. Visit them online at etravelandevents.com the official sponsors of the H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. It's a new year, 2019. That means teams over the winter break look to come into the new year with new momentum, especially in girls' high school basketball, as they soon will be competing for a city and state titles towards the end of January into the month of February. We have a non-conference matchup for you this week between two scrappy teams in the Chicago Public League. As the University of Illinois College Prep Firecats repping for the Public League Noble Conference, visit the Lakeview Wildcats repping for the Public League White Northwest Conference. We talked with both head coaches prior to the start of this game. Here's Lakeview head coach Nora Boganski and UIC's college prep head coach Jose Arrero thoughts about the Chicago Public League Battle of the Cats. Exclusive
0: hot new high school holla.
2: Here it
0: comes.
2: Here at the H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week To start off the new year The Lakeview Wildcats gets set to take on the UIC Firecats It's a cat fight here at Lakeview High School And joining us is the head coach of Lakeview Coach Nora Buganski And Coach, how's your new year thus far? It's
3: a good year right now um, We've had some tough injuries Our team is fighting back And we're going to bounce back from the last loss that we had
2: Talk about the season thus far We talked to you guys right before the season started How have the team progressed this
3: We've had some younger players step up, which is always nice to see. We've had some injuries, which has made them step up, which has been unexpected, but you know can be productive sometimes. But I think the girls have really progressed in their offense and really understand the nuances of what we want them to do.
2: We talk about some of these Wildcats. We met three of them in the preseason. We met Juliana, we met Sophia, and we met Jasmine. But you mentioned some of the younger ones who had to step up. Tell us about some of the other Wildcats.
3: Well, Karima is a junior, and she is usually a forward, but now she has to do a little bit more guard play because we're down with some of our guards. Angelica is new to the team this year as a junior, but she's starting tonight, so it's a lot more playing time for her. And we're bringing up two freshmen and a sophomore. Danitsa, Mata and Valeria Mercado are both guards who are going to be coming up, as well as uh, Rajane Johnson, who is a forward who's going to be playing up tonight as well.
2: Today, first game of the new year. 2019, you guys take on the University of Illinois College Prep Firecats. What do you know about your opponents today?
3: We have played them in summer leagues, so we, we do have a common opponent who, you know, we did kind of look at the, the schedule, but we saw they have a dominant scorer, but we don't know that much, so we're going to have to kind of scout them in the pregame. Well, we wish you guys all the best of luck, and we'll catch you at the half. Thank you so much.
0: High School Holler.
2: I'm joined now with the head coach of the Firecats, Jose Arreo. Coach, you just coached the off team who just defeated the Wildcats. How do you feel about going into the nice ball
7: game? Um, Well, hopefully, you know, um, the varsity had have the same energy as the JV. Um, the JV did a great job. You know, they finished it. They finished strong. And hopefully the varsity can kind of, you know, show them what it means to be on varsity, you know. <laughs> show, them, show, them, show them what to like on the other level, you know. So I know that I have extreme confidence in my girls, and I know that they'll do well.
2: Let's talk about this varsity Firecat okay. team. You guys had a great win. Yesterday, uh, you come into the new year already with a win under your belt. <laughs> yes,
7: How would you sum up your season thus far? Our season has been actually improving. We we've done we've done a better job since last year. This year, I believe, first in our in our conference, which is definitely a, it's a plus. But it's still not not good enough. You know, we definitely we definitely want to at least hit the the championship. That's our ultimate goal. But um, overall, I believe they're faster. They're you know they're healthier. They're smarter. Their basketball IQ has grown from last year, and um, that's something that I'm proud of of the fact that these girls are able to learn. And are able to kind of improve their IQ when it comes to the game of basketball that's what i love tell us about some
2: of these young firecats that're gonna be representing for Uic on the court today who are some of the players
7: we need to keep our eye on well I can't tell you that because then you know hopefully you know hopefully <laughs> the other team does not watch it you know can't tell you that but uh but we definitely you know we we'll definitely keep our eye on all <laughs> of them we'll watch all the you appreciate sure. you definitely <laughs> got to keep an eye on all of them but uh, we are definitely i would say we are a, a young kind of sort of a young team um the team has been um together ever since freshman year mm-hmm. so um i do know that our, our guard you know they're, they're amazing they show extremely good heart if you, if you watch them play you'll see that they play nothing with hearts and that's something you can't teach now, nowadays in, in the game of basketball you can teach skills but you can never teach heart and that's something that I love about our girls and again it's just all about just team chemistry and just working as a team you know. You got a road game you're here in Lakeview High School you're taking on the Wildcats what do you know about your opponents tonight? We've actually played them in the summer in okay. a summer league so um, I can't remember whether or not we, we won I want to say we did but uh, but <laughs> if we did I'm pretty sure they're out for vengeance you know to trying to get this other victory at their home. But I know for sure, you know, we're going to come out. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're a little bit familiar with with how the way they play. You know, I, I know they like to play kind of like a zone or not a man. But, uh, again, like I said, we're you know, we play them in the in the summer. And I know that we're going to come out and just, you know, hopefully get another victory. Good luck tonight, thank Coach. You, thank you. And
2: we'll see. Can the UIC, University of Illinois College Prep, Cats
7: get a clean sleep here at Lakeview? Appreciate it. Thank you so much. High School holler.
2: We want to start off by congratulating the JV squad for the UIC Firecats who earned out a two point victory, 17 to 15, as you heard Coach Herrero mentioned during his interview. Now, after coaching the JV squad, Coach Herrero would see if he could make it a Firecat sweep, looking to also coach up his varsity girls. The home team, Lakeview Wildcats, would win the jump ball and control the tip, Although this game from the tip would be very slow to start as the first points wouldn't hit the scoreboard until senior Juliana Jo Quinn would score on a two-point layup at the 345 mark in the first period. That would be followed up with a combined five points from juniors Jasmine Wilson with three points and Cassandra Masia with two points for a total of seven points in the first period from the Lakeview Wildcats. The UIC Firecats wouldn't see points on the board until the 228 mark in the first period on a sweet reverse layup from junior Leslie Jimenez. The only other score for the Firecats will come from junior classmate Kimberly Perdilla. The first period would end with the Lakeview Wildcats leading the UIC Firecats by three, seven to four. Defense was heavy in the first period as neither team would give much to the other. We entered the second period with the Firecats in control of the ball and immediately getting things sparked with the hot hand of junior Jariah Bronson who scored the first points of the period with a long three-pointer. The junior outside threat wasn't done as she scored all the Firecats' points in the second period, a total of seven points, which was the team's leading scorer of the first half. The Wildcats in the second period leaned on a junior as well as Jasmine Wilson scoring in five points inside the paint. She would get help from senior Juliana Jo Quinn with four points and junior classmate Angelica Rios with two points. The Wildcats were led in the first half by senior Juliana Quinn and junior Jasmine Wilson, both with five points in the first half. The Lakeview Wildcats would hold a seven-point lead going into halftime, 18-11 over the UIC Firecats. Here's both coaches' comments and thoughts at halftime on how their teams played in the first half
0: school howa let's go 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 go
2: the half of our H2S2 girls basketball game of the week where the UIC Firecats trail the Lakeview Wildcats 18 to 11 I'm joined now with the head coach of the Firecats Jose Arroyo and coach talk about your team's performance in the first half
7: well obviously our shots are not falling as much as we would like you know we're definitely building a brick house you know (laughs) but uh, but for sure you know I know our shots are not falling at at the moment Um, second half is always our half that's when we come out strong and so I definitely have complete confidence in my girls that they're going to come out in the second half. You know, we're going to make those adjustments. Hopefully, you know, our shots can fall. But if not, again, like I said, it all comes down to fundamental, and, and that's what we plan to do. What did you tell the girls at the half? The, what I just told them was, you know, let's just have confidence. Let's just do ball movement. That's all it is, just ball movement. And it makes smarter passes and smarter decisions because obviously turnovers can ruin the game. And so that's something that, that we're kind of doing is just, you know, doing um, just committing turnovers and things like that. So I do know that, you know, I do know our girls are going to make those adjustments And um, again Like I said I have extreme confidence In them Alright Well good luck In the second half We'll talk to you After the game Absolutely Thank All you right, so
0: much man. High School
2: holler. Join now with Nora Boganski, the head coach of the Wildcats. And coach, talk about your team's performance. A few missed opportunities early in the...
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think we're playing very aggressively. And I think we're we're not running the press break the way we need to. But I, I think they started figuring it out at the end of the half and seeing that we could get some fast break opportunities if we look up the court. I think our defense is playing pretty well. We're one shot and out, so I'm happy with that. We're doing a nice job on the defensive boards. Getting some offensive boards and some putbacks, so I'm happy with that.
2: What did you tell the girls at halftime to come out in the second half?
3: said to keep up the aggressive play, and they've got to look up the court on the press break and pass through it, but also be aggressive um, when we're on offense and drive the gap their heads up and look for teammates.
2: All right, good luck in the second half. Talk to you after the game.
3: Okay, thank you.
0: High School Holler.
2: After the break, we'll bring you the recap of the second half of our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week between the UIC Firecats and the Lakeview Wildcats, next on the High School Holler H2S2 Show.
4: Hey Chicago, this is Leo Negron representing Chicago's West Side, tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Honey, isn't it
6: amazing? What? the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit I and mean, they really set an example, don't
5: they? Oh well no question today's high school athletes are truly special, not the athletes. Well, who? The officials. Oh Today's student athletes are truly special, but there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games too. like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Illinois. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you.
4: Great call, Rob! Yeah!
5: Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process.
2: Welcome back to the H2S2 Show and our girls basketball game of the week as we get set to recap the second half of this Chicago Public League non-conference battle of the cats between the UIC Firecats and the Lakeview Wildcats. We start the third period with the Lakeview Wildcats up seven points over the UIC Firecats 18 to 11. You heard how the first half was slow. The second half of this game was the total opposite as these teams would go straight at one another. The first points would be scored from the free throw line by Firecats junior Valeria Galindo who connected on one out of two free throws. She would score two more baskets from the floor for a total of five points. Followed up with five points from junior classmate Leslie Jimenez and two points from Kimberly Padilla, these Firecats would even the score at the end of the third. The Wildcats would struggle a bit in the third period as they would only score five points with a combined three points, a free throw, and from senior Juliana Joe Quinn and two baskets from junior Jasmine Wilson and freshman Liza Rivera. The third period would end with a strong push from the UIC Firecats to tie the game with the Lakeview Wildcats 23-23 to as we enter the fourth and final period of the game. These two teams had the crowd at Lakeview High School on a seesaw. In the fourth period the Firecats would look for another Another hot hand from the outside. This time, they gave the ball to another junior. You've heard her name before. Leslie Jimenez, who drained two three-pointers in the fourth period, along with a two-point jumper for a total of eight points in the fourth. Junior classmate Kimberly Padilla would join the fun with a long three-pointer of her own in a crucial point of the game with 55 seconds left to play. To give the Firecats a two-point 33 to 31 the wildcats look to try to get another senior junior combination of juliana jo quinn and jasmine wilson to keep their team in the game with a combined five points they would get some help from junior karima Hereta, who knocked in four points at a crucial point from the line by freshman liza rivera That would tie the game 34-34 to with 18.3 seconds left to play. It would be the final minute that would decide the winner of this battle of the Cats. It was 18.3 seconds and the UIC Firecats junior Kimberly Padilla gets fouled and goes to the line shooting a 1-1. She misses the first shot, which was tipped out of bounds by UIC, giving Lakeview the ball with 10 seconds left to play. The Wildcats would take the ball down the court, take a shot that rims out of the basket, rebounding by the Firecats, who call a timeout with 2.5 seconds left to play. Both teams draw up a play in their respective huddles, the Firecats on offense and the Wildcats on defense. Coming out of the timeout, the Firecats will put the ball in the hands of their point guard, junior Kimberly Padilla, who drives hard to the basket and is fouled with no time left on the clock and the game tied at 34. The junior Kimberly Padilla with the game on the line and needing one shot to win it for the Firecats, the Lakeview gym was roaring loudly with a bunch of noise. Kimberly Padilla missed the first of two shots. The junior steps back, takes a deep breath, and steps to the line and drains the second shot, which bounced around before falling in for the UIC Firecats victory over the Lakeview Wildcats by one, 35-34. Here's post-game interviews with both head coaches Jose Arrero of UIC and Nora Boganski of Lakeview, along with our shining stars of the game from UIC juniors, Leslie Jimenez, who led all scores with 15 points, and Kimberly Padilla, who with no time left to play, sealed the victory for the Firecats with a game-winning free throw.
0: Exclusive now high school holla. At
2: the end of our H2S2 girls basketball game of the week where the UIC Firecats a one point win over the Lakeview Wildcats in exciting fashion. 35-34. to Join now with the head coach of the Firecats, Jose Arreo. Great win down to the final shot.
7: Yes sir, yes sir. Again, like I said, I had extreme confidence in my girls. I knew that they were going to make those appropriate adjustments in the second half. Like I mentioned earlier, our second half is our strong half that I just knew that our girls were going to pull it through. I'm just extremely Happy with them right now. I have words can't even describe it right now.
2: <laughs> you got to talk about the intensity of this ball game and how your girls scrapped it out in the second half with some tough defense.
7: Again, like I said earlier, our girls they play with heart, and that's something you really can't teach. You know, you can teach fundamentals, but you really can't teach heart. And that's something that I want to say that you know, I'm proud of my girls. Once it comes down to the third and fourth quarter, I know that they're down to just get on the ground. And as you can tell, and you saw that they got down on the ground and they just played amazing, honestly.
2: Let's talk about play of our two shining stars of the game. And we got to talk about the
7: big player Leslie Jimenez and, and the final cool, calm, and collective. Can't believe a deal. These girls, you know, they are amazing. Um, you know, they their, their basketball IQ, you know, is just amazing. You know, they, they they just understand the game so well. Not only that, but they just they give it hundred percent regardless. And that's something that that's something that I love, and that's something that we want to teach as a basketball program at UIC College Prep. They they just showed it. They show what it takes to be a UIC College Prep fire So I'm definitely extremely proud of them as well as every other girl on our team.
2: Come on in here, girls. Let's Talk to these two shining stars for the Firecats. None other than Leslie and Kimberly. Leslie, you came out of the game, highest score of them all, scored 18 points. Must feel good when you come in the game like that, huh? Yeah, it does. It feels great. <laughs> Talk about the the mindset coming into this game. You guys on the road, this isn't even your home gym, but yet you guys toughed it out.
1: Um, I know we are nervous and tired because we had a game yesterday, but I feel like we came back and we communicated and we won with our last point.
2: the person who I'm calling cool, calm, and collective Kimberly. Talk about the moments when you had 2.5 seconds, you drove to the basket, got fouled, and you had an opportunity to win it at the line. What were you thinking on those last shots?
1: Man, I had a lot of thoughts, but it all comes down to that final shot, and I know we as a team, we have heart, so I had to take the win for the girls, because we all play as a team, and we have to lose or win as a team, so it was after that, that moment. You guys are starting off
2: the new year to win straight. What kind of momentum is that for Firecat?
1: We have learned since the beginning that we played each other that we have our moments where we're down but we've learned to play with heart and fight hard in the court to demonstrate other teams that just because we're like not as tall as them that we're still capable of working hard in the court no matter what.
2: And Leslie, Coach talked about the second half. What is it with the fire
1: Firecats in the second half? What makes you guys come out so tough? I think we have more energy in the second half and like we're able to talk more and like figure out what mistakes we're making and fix it and being able to try new plays and new things and just trust each other.
2: I want to give you guys an opportunity and I'm gonna give coach the same. Tell the Firecat fans how great it feels to come home 2-0 in 2019 already.
1: It feels really great. (laughs) Feels amazing!
7: Coach, I got to give you the same opportunity. What do you want to tell the Firecat fans out there? It's a, it's a blessing, and uh, again, like I said, I'm just happy. You know, i like again worse can't just how happy I am right now with these girls. We we pulled out the victory. You know, it was close victory. But again, like I said, it just feels amazing right now to, to be as a visitor and just take the win at, at another person's home. So it just feels amazing, honestly. Congratulations. Clean sweep, 2-0 and oh, right here in Lakeview. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate that, sir. Thank you so much.
2: A tough loss for the Lakeview Wildcats against the UIC. Firecats joined with the head coach of the Wildcats, Nora Boganski. And coach, tough loss. It went yeah. literally yeah. the final shot.
3: Yeah, yeah. No seconds on the clock, and they made a free throw. One of their best shooters, we fouled him right at the end. We made a mistake defensively, but, you know, those things happen. and, you know, they made a nice play at the end.
2: What did you tell the girls in the final few seconds? You guys took a timeout. It was all tied up at 31, and you came out. Big score right out of the timeout. What was it like And what was the, the game plan In those final few minutes
3: If they had an open look We said go hard to the basket And if we didn't get it And we turned it over You need to foul right away But they scored right away So it worked out But unfortunately We gave it right back to them That wasn't part of the game plan <laughs> You
2: gotta talk about The tremendous effort And play of Juliana and Jasmine Who kept the team close And kept this game close For the Wildcats
3: Yeah I have to say That this was probably Our most hard fought game um, That we've played this year Juliana and Jasmine. Really dominated on the boards, and Juliana does an excellent job like keeping plays alive, going after loose balls. You know, they really keep the team together and, and keep everybody calm when they want to get kind of panicked.
2: What do you go in and tell your team after a tough loss like this?
3: I told them not to hang their heads because it was, you know, it was a really hard fought game. You could see that they wanted to win. You know, they're diving on the floor for loose balls, and I told them I was proud of them and couldn't ask for them to do more. Things kind of went UIC's way and not our way in some places play, so that happens, but they fought hard the whole game, so I can't ask for more.
2: And what do you guys do to prepare for the next game?
3: Well, I think I wanted to keep the intensity up. I said, you bring that intensity to the next game, we're going to get a W. We just got to clean up some errors. We got to clean up our press break. We got to look at the short corner and see those cutters coming on offense.
2: What would you like to tell the Lakeview fans? They stayed in here clapping and things. They were trying
3: to throw the last shot off. We really appreciate everything that the fans do, and you know, hopefully we'll get you a W in Next time you're here,
2: sure you will. I'm um, thank you, coach, and we look forward to seeing more from
3: the Wildcats. Okay, thanks, Stephen. High school holla. Both teams will have to
2: do battle with a pair of Bulldogs next on the court. The Lakeview Wildcats bounced back on Thursday, defeating the Sin Bulldogs 33 24. The Wildcats play again on Tuesday in a White Northwest Conference neighborhood battle with the Sullivan Tigers while the UIC Firecats will have next week off after this victory and will travel to Marine Leadership Academy against the Bulldogs on Monday, January the 21st. Remember, you can check out all the scores in boys and girls basketball and all of sports by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. The H2S2 scoreboard is on the homepage. Stay with us. The boys take center court on the recap of our H2S2 Boys game of the week between the Bowen Ballermakers and the Perspectives Warriors. It's next
4: on the High School Holler Sports Show. Holler! I'm Coach Strong, coach of the Perspectives Warriors, and we support H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports.
6: Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together.
0: This is Carrie Townsend with the Perspective Warriors basketball team.
8: Hi, this is Corey Harris. This is Maurice Reese representing the Perspective Warriors basketball team. This is
4: Jeffrey Oakley representing the Perspective Warriors, and you're tuned into the High School Hollow Sports Show.
2: Welcome back to our H2S2 Boys Basketball Game of the Week, brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t shirts and merchandise with fun, thought provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon by searching for the name David Solomon or go visit the Urban Fieldhouse Media website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. They're also located on the homepage next to the h 2 scoreboard. We enter another battle in the Chicago Public League White South Conference between two schools looking to gain some momentum in 2019. One school, the Bowen Boilermakers, looking to start the year off with their first conference win of the season. While the Prospectus Warriors, ranked fifth in the conference, are looking to make a run and possibly finish at the top of the White South Conference. We caught up with the coaches to discuss what needs to happen for their teams to turn around their season. Here's Bowen's Lane Barlow and Prospectus Leadership Academy's Curtis Strong.
0: High School Holla. here. Yeah.
2: Here at Prospectus Leadership Academy High School for our boys, H2S2 Game of the Week, the Bowen Boilermakers get set to take on the Prospectus Warriors. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Boilermakers, Lane Barlow. It's a big night for you today.
8: Yes, it is. Uh, We're 0-5. We're searching our first win of the conference, and I'm really excited to know what we got to offer today.
2: In our looking at this team, the Boilermakers record doesn't really reflect how good this team is. What's your overall preview of the season? Well, I got a job
8: late in November. I came from St. Rita. I was there for three years. The position opened up. My friend, Josh Anderson, asked me, you know, did I want the position? I said, of course. You know, I'm trying to level up as a head coach. I came over here. Everybody was like, why are you going to Bowen? It's on 89th in South Chicago, you know. But I just told my kids today, if you're crazy, that means you're doing something right, you know. I said, so I, I, I'm really excited for what we got. Uh, I got a lot of underclassmen, freshmen, and sophomores who actually are dedicated to the game. So that's why we've been struggling a lot lately. But in the years to come, we'll be at the top of the conference for sure.
2: Tell us about some of these young boy-le-man because it's taking the floor for you tonight.
8: I have a senior. I like to talk about my upperclassmen because my freshmen and stuff have time, but my senior, <laughs> Dontrell Cage, he's a very hardworking kid. I'm number 15. Also, I have a, a freshman, a standout freshman, Logan Smith. I mean, he's one of the best guards I've seen in a while, you know, top to bottom, especially as a 14-year-old. We also have Rashad Gills, a 16, 14-year-old kid, so we, we have
2: some pieces to build off of, for sure. This is a battle in the Chicago Public League White Conference. What do you know about your opponents, the Prospectus Warriors? Um, I know that they just won a game
8: last Tuesday against Julian, uh, which is obviously a good team in Julian. They're on a 1 0 streak right now, pretty high up. So, you know, we're trying to do, ruin that for them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it any pressure coming on the
8: road? It's always pressure, quote unquote. But, I mean, when you're 0 5, the pressure's always on the other team because they don't want to be that first team to lose to the 0 5 team. So, as I'm telling my guys, I said, there's no pressure on us at all. We just have to go out here and make plays and have fun.
2: Thank you, coach,
8: and good luck tonight. Okay, thank you. High
4: School holla.
2: I'm joined now with a good friend of the show, Coach Curtis Strong, head coach of the Warriors and coach of Public League White Conference <laughs> Battle.
4: Yes, it is. Right now, we are two and three in the conference. We need this win to at least stand the fight. We have three other that is fighting first place, so we're trying to get in the mix, and hopefully we can get some help along the way. We met some of these
2: Warriors. Are there any other people on the squad that stepped up big for you thus far this season?
4: Yes, I brought a uh, sophomore up, uh, another one, uh, Javon White. Uh, he's played a, a big part in what we're doing now. And and Christian Morgan, he's stepped up. He's a senior. He's brought something more to the game that I was not expecting this year.
2: You take on a baller makers team that's winless thus
4: far, and sometimes you don't want to take on a winless team. What do you know about the bowling baller makers? I really don't know much. I know they have one kid on there that plays pretty well, and they're scrappy, or they're going to continue to fight. These are the teams that I fear playing because they have nothing to lose. If you don't have anything to lose, you have everything to gain. You play a little bit more. The advantage for the Warriors is here at home. We're looking for a great matchup. Good luck tonight, coach. Thank you very much, and thanks for coming out.
0: High School Holla. Let's go. 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 Go.
4: This
2: game started with a pair of seniors battling for their teams as the Boilermakers Trail Cage and the Warriors Kyrie Townsend exemplified their senior leadership. The Boilermakers' Dontrell Cage puts up the game's first points, scoring two of his team-high six points in the first period. Senior classmates Tashawn McClennan popped a three-pointer and Khalil Chaitin with a free throw. The Boilermakers put up ten points in the first period. Senior Kyrie Townsend with a big three-pointer of his own to put the Warriors on the board for the first points in the first period. He would have a team-high seven points in the first period. He would get four points from the sophomore Jeffrey Oakley, a three-pointer from senior classmate Maurice Reese, and a bucket from sophomore Javon White, who you heard Coach Strong speak of in the pregame. The first period would end with the Prospectus Warriors leading the Bowen Makers by 6-16-10. As we go into the second period, the teams push the ball up the floor with the Boilermakers trying to close a six-point gap and the Warriors looking to fight them off. Things got started at the 6.35 mark in the second period with senior Malik Johnson scoring a two-point jumper in the middle of the paint. That would be answered with two points from the Boilermakers' sophomore Jawan up for the team's first points in the second period. Things would go back and forth between the two teams as senior Maurice Reese would lead his team in scoring in the second with five points. His three-pointer would give the Warriors an 11-point lead, their largest of the first half. Warriors would pick up another basket from senior Malik Johnson, who had four points in the second, matched by four points from sophomore Jeffrey Oakley. Meanwhile, the Boilermakers kept things close, battling from as much as 11 points behind through the leadership of Dontrell Cage, the senior who had four points in the second, and three points from senior Khalil Chaitin at a combined four points, two of those by freshman Logan Smith and a free throw by sophomore Juwan Fullalub. The Boilermakers trailed the Warriors at halftime by 7-29-22. to 22. Our leading scorers of the first half for the Prospectus Warriors, senior Maurice Reese and sophomore Jeffrey Oakley, both with eight points. And for the Bowen Boilermakers, senior Dentrell Cage with 10 points. Here's halftime comments from both head coaches, the Warriors, Curtis Strong, and the Boilermakers, Lane Barlow, on their team's play in the first half.
0: Exclusive Hot new High school holler
2: The halftime of our H2S2 boys basketball Game of the week Where the Bowen Makers trail The prospectus Warriors 29-22 I'm joined now With the head coach Of the Makers, Lane Barlow Assess your team's performance In the first two quarters um, I think we played really well We got a little
8: tired Started turning the ball over But defensively I like what we're doing We haven't played Just well defensively All year So I'm, I'm happy about that I just wish we would Limit the turnover
2: Where do you go in and In the locker room And tell your team To come out in
8: the second half I'm going to go out there and tell them to play the same way defensively. It's a little bit different because I'm on the opposite end now, so I'm not there to give them that energy. They have to find energy and uh, find a way to win this game. Good luck, Coach. Okay, thanks. High School Holler.
2: Join now with the head coach of the Warriors, Curtis Strong.
4: And Coach, assess your team's performance in the first half. The first half, we started off kind of sluggish, but we picked it up. And then when I made some subs, that kind of hurt us in the end. But they was able to cut a 15-point lead down to seven. So that that hurt us. We got to come back out with the same level of intensity that we started out in the second quarter. And what did you tell the guys at half? You got to pick the level of intensity up. These guys are too close. We know they haven't won a conference game, but these are the kind of games that you need to be fearful of. And don't look down on your opponent it mess around to sneak up on you and beat you all right good luck in the second half talk to you after the game Coach. okay thank
2: you high school holler after the break we'll recap the second half of our h2s2 boys basketball game of the week between the prospectus warriors and the Bowen and bowler bow makers coming up after this on the high school holler sports show meet josh hi everybody
6: Josh is a high school basketball player, solid shooter, great teammate.
2: Hey, don't forget my tenacious D.
6: And he's my son. huh. Oh. So, what does Josh do to be the best basketball player he can be? I play tennis. Studies show that student athletes here in Illinois who play more than one high school sport are more likely to excel. Tennis does more than improve Josh's conditioning. It gives him a fresh competitive outlet, reduces the risk of injury by cross-training, and introduces him to different coaching techniques and new friends don't get me wrong hoops are my first love tennis just gives me a little break so when the new season begins josh isn't burned out on basketball he's eager to play and you can see the difference in his game this message presented
5: by the illinois high school association and the illinois athletic directors association
0: School
2: holler Welcome back to the H2S2 show and our boys basketball game of the week. As the Prospectus Warriors held a 7 point lead over the Bowen Bowler makers at halftime, 29 to 22. The third period of this game was owned by the Bowen Bowler makers Once again, it was senior Dontrell Cage who scored a team high 7 points. That was followed up by two 3-pointers senior Trishon McLennan for his six points in the period he had three three three-pointers in the game and tied the game in the third period at 29 of the 540 mark and gave the Boilermakers their first lead of the game 32-29 on his second trade basket in the third period His two three-pointers were met by a three-pointer from senior Khalil Chayton, who added a basket for five points in the third, and four points from Juwan Fuller who also played big on defense with four blocks, as the Boilermakers put up a total of 22 points in the third period. It took almost five minutes before the Warriors would put up points on the board in the third, with senior Maurice Reese putting in a free throw, add a basket each from senior Kristen Morgan and South More Javon White. The Warriors scored five points in the third period, which ended with the Bowen Boilermakers holding a ten-point lead over the Prospectus Warriors, 44 to 34, heading into the fourth period. The fourth period was for Prospectus what the third period was for Bowen, as the Warriors mounted a run in the fourth and final period of this game. The Warriors first points came from the young sophomore, Javon White, from the charity stripe, cutting into the Boilermakers' lead, 44-36. The Warriors would go on a 20-12 run in the fourth period, led by senior Maurice Reese, 10 points, none more important than his big three-pointer in the fourth that brought the Warriors within one point, 52-51, with 2.35 left to play. The Warriors also got a combined 12 points, four points from junior Jamiah Dill and sophomores Jeffrey Oakley and Javon White with a bucket from senior Christian Morgan. The Boilermakers would not go away easy. They battled to hold on to their lead as long as possible as senior Dontrell Cage put up six points on some strong drives. Senior Trevor Sr. added a free throw to keep the Boilermakers up by 2 with 2.14 left to play, 53-51. to 51. <laughs> Stopmore Jawan Fililov would offer a basket. The most important bucket for the Boilermakers would come from a three-pointer from the young freshman, Logan Smith, that gave the Boilermakers a two-point lead, 56-54, with less than a minute to play in the game. The game would fall into the hands of the Warriors to win from the free throw line as senior Maurice Reese and sophomore Javon White both would go one for two from the charity stripe. Senior Reese would tie the game at 56 with 25.5 seconds left to play. The young sophomore White would drop the game winner with 1.5 seconds left, but the refs, yep, the refs would call a lane violation on the shot and his second shot would fall short giving us four more minutes of this Chicago Public League White South Conference battle all tied up at 56 going into overtime in overtime the Warriors would come out showing their experience in this situation as the Boilermakers youth would show under the pressure of this moment. The Boilermakers offense would stall, unable to score any points until the final seconds of overtime, putting up seven points in overtime altogether. The Warriors would come out in the overtime running off eight points from the jump ball sparked by a stealing score from senior Christian Morgan. Two of his three points in OT and a huge dunk by sophomore Jeffrey Oakley that brought the Jim to its feet for two of his four points. Add a combined five points from the free throw line by senior Karee Townsend with four points and a free throw from sophomore Javon White, the prospectus Warriors would score 12 points in overtime to seal a 68-63 win over the Bowen Boilermakers. We hear from both sides of this tough battle in the Chicago Public League White South Conference. Here's Bowen's head coach, Lane Barlow, and Prospectus Leadership Academy head coach, Curtis Strong. Along with our shining stars of the game, senior Maurice Reese, who led all the Warriors in scoring with 17 points, and the sensational sophomore, Jeffrey Oakley, who lit up the gym with 16.
0: Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it
2: the prospectus warriors defeat the Bowen Boilermakers in overtime. I'm joined now with the head coach and a good friend of the show, Curtis Strong. Your guys came through in the end.
4: Oh, yes. They made it tougher than it had to be, but Bowen, uh, they showed up tonight. Those guys came out and played. I take my hats off to them and the coach. Great game. There's nothing more I can say. It was a fight to the end, and the way everybody competed, this is one of the best games we had so far in the White South. Coach,
2: in the second half, I got to talk about that third quarter. Your team only was able to put up five points, but in the fourth quarter, they sparked and came through real big for you, putting up big numbers. What changed from
4: the third period to the fourth period? The big kid today at number 10, I think he intimidated those guys a little bit by blocking their shots, so they played kind of passive in the third quarter. But I talked to those guys, I asked them, are you scared to play basketball? They stepped it up, put pressure on them that we knew that they couldn't handle, and at the end of the day, that's what turned around and gave us the momentum to get there.
2: Game came down kind of a controversial thing on the free throw with your young sophomore, Javon White, that could have sealed the win for the Warriors. What did you tell your guys going into overtime?
4: They haven't been where we've been. They haven't played the number of games that we played, and they haven't been through wars that we've been through. We've had a tough season. we battled through a lot, and they know adversity, so this right here should be easy to them. And they came out and said, we got four minutes to take care of business. And they came out and they took care of business in that four minutes. Talk about our two shining stars of the game, Maurice Reese and all so Jeffrey Oakley put up big numbers
2: 17 points for Reese and 16 points for Oakley.
4: Yeah, Reese has struggled with his shot of late earlier during the season but now he's getting that confidence back that his shot is there and he's picking his head up more, seeing the floor and I think that's what's giving him confidence now to finish games and his defense has gotten much better over the course of the season he's understanding now his defense elevates his offense Jeff, he's bringing it sometimes he's kind of slow to things but tonight he brought it and that's what I'm telling this is the sensational the sophomore that she was talking about early on in the season. And this is what I told this kid. He could be great, but he has to bring that level of intensity every night. He steps on the floor. Not only on the floor, but in practice as well. Let's talk to our two
2: shining stars of the game. The big score of them all, Maurice Reese with 17, followed up by Jeff Oakley. Reese, big game for you. You popped three three-pointers in this whole game. You was
8: feeling it tonight. Yeah, we came when we started off a little hot, and then they end up coming back, making a run. And then toward the end, we end up ending the game, and end up in a game changer dunk, man. We just took off from
2: there. Jeff, I gotta ask you, where did you feel in the first two quarters of this ball game? Game was kind of sluggish for you guys, but you kept the team close and in it.
4: I felt good. I felt like I could change the game.
2: Let's talk about what Coach mentioned going into the second half of this game. You guys picked up the momentum, slow third quarter, but the fourth quarter was real big for you, Reese. I just
8: I just didn't want to lose. That's it, that's all. I just didn't want to lose. I wasn't trying to lose.
2: As we go into overtime, Reese has that. I was not going to lose. Lose pro. Jeff overtime. Was there any pressure in the last four minutes?
4: Yeah, they they brung it to us, but we brought it right back.
2: I heard a lot of red. I heard a lot of tech. I heard it all in this gym. This gym was rocking today. The crowd, they gave
8: us our energy and our intensity to play, and, and we just took off enough.
2: And what would you guys want to say to the prospectus Warriors crowd that came out tonight and cheered you guys on in the overtime wins? We love y'all. Our love. Our love. Coach, I got to give you an opportunity to do the same, man. This gym was rocking today.
4: What you want to say to your fans out here supporting the Warriors? We always like to thank our fans for coming out and supporting us, even though uh, it's not a lot, but they bring the noise. And with their support, we know we can be good, uh, and it helps us. It elevates these guys and let them know that they have the support of the school and uh, everybody else in the building, that they want to see us win and do good. I thank the fans. and call them the Ruffle Six Man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. The Perspectives Warriors, big overtime winners here at home, our H2S2 boys. Basketball game of the week. High School Holler. Joining now with the head coach of the Boilermakers, Lane Barlow. And coach, tough one, but it went in overtime. Your team played well.
8: Like I said, we're coming into this game. We're 0 5, so, you know, we're up 10 points with maybe like three minutes to go. We just don't know how to win game. That's going to come in the future. I'm, I mean, my guys played extremely hard. I didn't play as many guys as I normally can. I mean, those guys were getting it done, so I left them in. We ran out of gas a little bit. The better team, they showed up at the end. You know, we're on the road, a very tough environment, but all in all, at the end of the day, If my kids play like that every time, we'll be in a lot of games.
2: Going into the overtime, you're tied up, 56 apiece. And What did you tell your team to
8: come out in overtime? What was the strategy? The strategy was to come out and, uh, you know, stay aggressive and be aggressive. We kind of play on our heels, and that's what, you know, got us beat, I think. All in all, I mean, I'm, I'm extremely proud of my team, man. They, they play as hard as they possibly can.
2: You got to talk about the effort of your senior leadership, number 15, Dontrell Cave. He came with it 23 points. I mean, the kid
8: plays with so much fire. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to me that these colleges in the local area, I I mean, all these guys. He has a 3.2 GPA, but because we're on 89th in South Chicago, no one wants to come see him play. I guarantee he will be somebody's energy guy on their college team.
2: We got to talk about number 10. Came out of this game with eight blocks, big time.
8: Uh, yeah, Jawan. So he's a sophomore, but uh, I mean, the sky's the limit for that kid. You know, I mean, like I said, coming into this job, I started off the program with four kids, and Jawan was one of them. And he told me, he said, Coach, I'm going to transfer if you won't be here next year, and I told him, I'll be here the next three years for his progression. And the kid, like I said, he's a young, another young kid, you know, so once I get him him going and then I got another freshman who's 16 who's starting to learn to play you know for the years to come we could be very scary. Also not to mention number 5 Logan. Logan Smith is a freshman. A uh, killer three pointer. I mean he is Put it a, over. that's his first three all season. But I'll tell you this over the Christmas vacation Logan was in the gym every day working on his jump shot and I told him your shots gonna come. Last game he was 0 for 7. Today he was 1 for 6 but that's the biggest shot he's probably ever made. So I'm pretty sure in this sophomore game he's gonna show me a little bit more. We have a lot of energy a lot of talent a lot of height. We kind of fall behind the A ball because of the way the conference is set up but we're at the bottom at any given time in the White South anybody can be beat all we're gonna do is go home prepare
2: for the next game against Brooks alright well good luck going forward and we're looking for a lot to come from the boy with baller makers thank you thank you
0: high school holler
2: This was a game to see. I'm going to tell you where these two teams will be at next. The prospective Warriors will hit the court again in a few minutes. They will take on Lighthouse College Prep out of Gary, Indiana in the Bob Hamrick Classic at TF North High School. Then, if you miss them today, next week they will face South Shore, the Tars, in a conference play that's on Tuesday on the city's east side. South Shore High School is where that will take place. The Bowen Makers will be on the hunt once again for their first conference win of the season as they will take the court next Tuesday as well, January the 15th. They will host one of the leaders in the Chicago Public League White South Conference. The Brooks Eagles will go and visit the Bowen Makers. So make sure you go out and support not only these two teams, but any Chicago Public School boys and girls that are playing in your area. Show them support. Show them some love. Coming up next, we got more of the H2S2 High School Hollow Sports Show.
4: Hi, this is Coach Strong with the Prospectors Warriors, and you're tuned in to High School Hollow Sports Show. Warriors on three,
8: family on six. One, two, three, four, five, six.
5: The debate about sports specialization by high school athletes continues. (laughs) Some argue that high school athletes who play one sport all year long have a better chance of landing a lucrative pro contract. But that's simply not true. In fact, 30 of the 32 first-round picks in last year's NFL draft played more than one sport in high school. Of the 32 players drafted, 22 also participated in high school track and field. 19 also played basketball. Some also played baseball and lacrosse. What's the path to success for high school athletes here in Illinois, no matter what their goals might be? Study hard. Always do your best. And if you can, play more than one sport in high school. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association.
0: High School Holler.
2: Thank you for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We'd like to thank all of our guests this week. Our girls basketball coaches, UIC Firecats girls coach, Jose Arroyo. Lakeview girls coach, Nora Buganski. Boys head coach of Perspectives, Curtis Strong. And Bowens, Lane Barlow. Hollers out to all of our shining stars from both our girls and boys games of the week from our girls, UIC Firecats juniors, Leslie Jimenez and Kimberly Padilla. The boys, prospective Warriors Senior Maurice Reese and sophomore Jeff Riocchi. Four of Chicago's talented student athletes, job well done to all of you. Enjoy watching each of you ball out this week. Thank you to our show sponsors who partner with us to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, the H2S2 show. You already knew that. Our next H2S2 Boys and Girls Game of the Week start with the girls. Another battle in the Chicago Public League Girls Red South Conference on Wednesday. The Phillip Wildcats go up against the Kenwood Broncos. Then Thursday night, we'll watch two boys squads from the top schools out of the Chicago Public League White South Conference when the Brooks Eagles face off with the Finger Titans. Make sure you check us out on Facebook Live during the pre- and post-game interviews from both of those games. All my football players who play in the trenches. Start's Upfront organization is offering one-hour training sessions for any offense and defense alignment. Training is held at Dyett High School 555 East 51st Street Youth training is from 12 noon to 1pm And high school players are trained From 1 to 2pm The training goes until May 25th 2019 For more information you can go to Visit their website Startupfront.com Or call 773-556-5511 Let them know you heard it on the H2S2 show we also want to tell all of our AAU coaches and ballers out there, boys and girls, Baylor Youth Basketball is hosting several events from Winter League and throughout the summer. These events include grade school and high school ballers looking for some attention from some college recruiters. For more information, check out BaylorBasketball.org for a list of all the upcoming events there. If you're a school, coach, or athletic organization like the ones you just heard of, you're hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to give our support by giving your event a mention on the show to help get the word out as a part of our mission statement to keep the kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. Young people, this week's quote is from Quote Gazette, which says, Always think you never lose. Either you win or you learn. Now, that's some good advice there. Young people, this is basically saying sometimes losing is the best teacher. Think about it. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, give us a like on our Facebook page, the High School Hall of Sports Show. We appreciate the love and also feel free to share the H2S2 show with others. I want to remind all of you that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many of our past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For my iPhone and Android users, go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, google play and even soundcloud search for us on all three of those by typing in the name urban Fieldhouse media holler at us every saturday at 12 noon and remember god loves you and we do too until next time i'm steven spoon ramsey saying i'll holla! at you next week Chicago what up this your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School home of the Spartans class of 2004 stand up and right now you're tuned in to the high school holler sports show tune in right now or you're missing out get with it or get lost this Brace Hardy representing everyone from the class of 2015 Holla.
1: this is Alaysia Hardy representing everyone from the class of 2016 Holla. This is Janessa, representing everyone from class of
6: 1998. Holla! Hey, this is Leah Fisher Snow, representing everyone from the class of 1964.
0: Holla, y'all! High School Holla!